Dukes and hobos in the buff And RBs and extra cheese And girls who like it rough These are some things and some stuff Talking cats and yoga mats And shoes attached to springs Taking poops and playing hoops And balls attached to strings This is some stuff and some things This is some stuff and some things This is stuff Hello and welcome to Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I am Chewy. And I'm Ian, fully What's almost up? able to be healthy while someone else is slowly dying. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get sick. Yep, that's right. I passed the death upon you. Yeah. Enjoy I mean, that two full week cold, my friend. 14 days of pure unadulterated joy. Uh, and man, I'm still coughing up gunk, so dude, get ready. I feel really shitty. I feel like... The soundtrack. I don't know. I feel like we better so record sh- another commentary for a movie before <laughs> so this gets shit. too bad. <laughs> so shitty that like the only thing that could be the soundtrack to my life right now is like early two thousands new metal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my soundtrack right, right now would be disturbed down with the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I did it. Down with the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can we try that again? Uh, no, actually, that works perfect. That's exactly what we're looking for. It was a mashup of Disturbed and uh, Sweet, Sweet Leaf. Leaf. <laughs> That's right, are you Black Sabbath fans? <laughs> that used to freak me out when I first started listening to Black Sabbath. Like, yeah. I was listening, I don't know why. I, I also went to sleep, by the way, last night, listening yeah. to uh, Coldcast, which is still available, one ninety nine. I know some of you have got I got a few other emails. Oh, really? Yeah, we got a few other people oh. buying it, so thank you for your donations, but... I, you're missing out if you're not listening to Cole Cast because Cole Cast was was pretty good. The more I listen to it, I've listened to it a few times. Yeah. the better it gets. <laughs> yeah, I, for me it was just pure terror because I was like, don't con- spoil it. I was kind of still drunk. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was one sided drunkenness, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, so, uh, welcome to Seven Things. Uh, if this is your first episode, welcome. We are on episode twenty-five. Sh- coming. Bienvenue, welcome. Uh, it is episode 25, which means that the show can now legally rent a car. Yes, um, also. And all other birthdays will be downhill from here. If we were, if we were like currency, you could buy like a gumball with us. That's true. Uh, nowadays, you used to be able to get uh, penny whistles and moon pies. Penny whistles and moon pies. pies. Um, so if it is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Uh, there's a few ways you can actually reach out to the show if you'd like to email us, uh, get in contact with us. Uh, we'll start with email, ironically enough, uh, since I mentioned that. Um, you can reach the show by emailing us at stuffandthingspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's stuff and things, A-N-D, like saying without the S. Um, I'm going to add a song in <laughs> there now. without the S. Yes, it is. Um, you can also uh, reach out to us on Le Twitter. Le Twitter. Le Twitter. That's the uh, French way of saying it, I guess. Uh, so there's a couple ways you can reach us on Twitter. If you'd like to reach the show <laughs> in general, uh, you can reach us at at sat podcast. That's S-A-T podcast, sat, like I sat in a pile of my own filth and then I felt like an American. Oh wow, that was I couldn't tell if you were going for a nipple rub, but it yeah, looks like was, you were holding a flag. I was I was holding my nipple. Yeah, maybe near my heart. I don't know what I was going for. From there. your nipple. Uh yeah, a yeah, flag protruding from my nipple out. The most American thing imaginable. Yeah, like a flag, flag nipples. I like no, you know, it'd be more more patriotic is like firework nipples like oh, shoot dude. fireworks out It'd be awesome okay um <laughs> no more Susa. yeah no more Susa. um we uh you can also reach us individually on twitter i don't know how we got off on that tangent um by uh you have patriotic nipples dude. that's true that's cool uh you can reach out to me ian uh which actually, I did get one hashtag saying I was someone's favorite. So, so did I. Oh, it evenly matched so far. I've had a couple people who've emailed us and, and chimed in who said we're both the favorites. So, I would say we're pretty even running. I, I would say we don't have to you keep have this going. We're, we both make up. One of our listeners pointed out an email. Um, you know, calmed our nerves and said we're both the favorites, and told Chewy to stop rubbing his favoritism in my face and said. Hey, Ian, how can you not know that you're a favorite, too? By the way, my favoritism is my nickname for my dick. 
mine is Mr. Fantastic <laughs> because it stretches to amazing sizes. All right. Hey, that's so mine it? too. <laughs> that was the thing. Um, so okay, hold on. We'll get we'll get to our Twitter oh, real quick. Gosh. I want to uh, Stan remind me of something. One of our listeners said that she enjoys the Stan voices, but she likes one a bit more. So I'm gonna do Stan real quick. I mean, Stan's gonna appear channeled through me, and then Chewie is gonna have Stan channeled through him. So hold on. Here we go. <clears throat> Hey, it's me at Stanham doing some slingings on stuffing things 25. <laughs> All right, now it's Chewie's turn. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Top that. You know, when I'm sick, sometimes it's like I got slingings coming out of my nose all the time, all over the place. My sleeves, they look like rolled up gym socks. So here's what you're going to do, listener. Whichever one you like better, hashtag favorite Ian or hashtag favorite Chewy at Sad Podcast on Twitter. Oh, wow. Really? Yep. That's what yeah, we're going to do. Fa- favorite Stan. Hashtag favorite Stan. <laughs> There's only one Stan, and that's the first Stan that showed up. I know. That's true. Anyways, anyway, uh, uh, so your Twitter, but my Twitter. <laughs> sorry, guys, it's been a day. Bef- before before uh, we started this, he he says to me, "Hey, tonight, tonight, let's like go a little bit quicker through the business. Let's not spend so much time on the business. <laughs> it's impossible. Um, so it's to reach- impossible. <laughs> I also said impossible. By the way, yeah, it's like so impossible. Me feel English? That's impossible. <laughs> All right. Um, to reach out to Ian on Twitter, you can reach me at at irich i r i t c h. And to reach out uh, to Chewy, it's at Chupacabra. That's at C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. You can also like us on Facebook. Give us one of those cool thumbs ups. Uh, Write us a message on there as well. We also respond to those. Um, You can also listen to, if you like, you can't get enough of these sultry, (coughs) sexy voices. Um, Siltry, that's not a word. Siltry. (laughs) It's like silky and sultry together. Siltry, because we're like, you know, we're kind of like dirt, so we're silt. It's true. You can listen to us and two other sexy voices on our other podcast, Four Color Commentary. comes out every other Wednesday. It's all about comics. So if you're new to comics or love comics for a long time, you are at home no matter which way you go. Um, And reminder again, Cold Cast is still available. Last time we'll remind you about it, but Cold Cast is still available. No, it's not. We'll keep reminding you forever. I'm sure we will for a little bit longer. Uh, you know, it's never too late to give yourself a holiday gift. Late holiday gift is always good. Stuff you got some money. full of coal. It's true. Uh, it's $1.99. Uh, it is available on a Bandcamp at stuffandthingsnetwork.bandcamp.com. All right. Business done. Dropped. Done. So, back to the business. Yeah, oh, no. You got more business? I shouldn't I shouldn't. No, have it's not. Uh, um, so, I actually, we had... Um, it was Rachel reached out to us on Facebook, okay. and she wanted to clarify something with us. She it was a, a little short one here. There's more to it, but here's kind of what I'll address here. It says, um, she Thank was, you for writing, Rachel. Yeah, thank you for writing, Rachel. Um, Got a lot of ladies email on the show. I like, yeah, I like this. I like that. Dude, you got to step up your game, man. <laughs> we, need, we need more of a... There's just too many. Let's make this a sausage party, bro. <laughs> I want all kinds. Like I want Polish. Listen, man, and I love I love a taco bar, but <laughs> <laughs> and there goes me? all the lady yeah. listeners. Uh, anyways, um, drive them away like I always do. She was referencing something that we mentioned on some um, <clears throat> some previous episode. Um, not really sure what it was about, but she says you guys were trying to explain the length of something and said it was about as long as your forearm. Now. Naturally, I think we were talking about my dick. Yeah, we're but. talking. We're, yeah, I don't think she understood the concept. We're talking about dick measurements based on how many, like you know, if you see six feet, I think of a giant six foot <laughs> dick. Chewy thinks of dicks leading up to six feet. <laughs> Anyways, so whichever um, one of us is gayer, it's, it's up to you. You can, but, you can tell us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Freud would have a lot to say about oh, us. Oh yeah. Um, but she did say, "Did you know that your foot fits between your elbow and your wrist?" So next time you can just use your foot size. So I'm gonna test this. I have not tested it, so I'm gonna take off my stinky shoe here. Okay, I'm watching him do this. I'm verifying, folks. This is gonna be really weird looking, and you're gonna miss it. I'm gonna go ahead and capture this moment for. Uh, oh damn it! What? I thought you were gonna actually try to put your foot on your arm. God I'm damn too, it! No, I'm too fat to do that. <sighs> dude. I, I have gonna, fat I was guy gonna, I was gonna take a picture of it. Sorry, guys. Missed out. You know what? That's it's pretty accurate. Look at that. That's actually pretty accurate, yeah. So apparently when I want to reference to things that are the length of my forearm, I could just say the length of a mm-hmm. size 
nine and a half shoe. I'm a, I'm a nine and a half as well. You're a nine and a half shoe. It depends on the shoe for the most part. It's either nine and a half or ten. Like in like you're wearing Nikes yeah. right now. I'm usually like a ten. I think it depends on the shoe though. So like yeah, I think, I think these Vans, I'm a nine and a half. Anything that's like not very padded, like I'm like a nine and a half. Usually, or maybe even a nine, mm-hmm. but usually a nine and a half. If it's something that's like bulky, like what I'm wearing, like big bulky dunks yeah. and stuff like that, I'm like a ten and a half because of the padding, you know. So do with that information like what you will. Yeah, I'm a size nine and a half. So, uh, but ladies, thank you for that information, Rachel. I don't know what that meant. I'm sorry. I don't, know. I don't think it has. Anyways, any uh, yeah. So now you guys know my shoe size. I was also asked um, in, by one of our um, one of our Facebook. I don't remember who it was on Facebook, but so I was asked actually uh, to tell. <laughs> uh, uh, Chewy apparently tells a lot of stories about his childhood, as we know, Fat Chewy and everything. Um, so I'm going to introduce a new segment called Dumb Ian. Uh, and yes. tell you some stories. I'll tell you a story from my childhood. Yeah, um, uh, uh, stories of my childhood that make me just as adorable as Fat Chewy. So I'm going to tell mm. you about the time I wanted to be a spaceman. I don't think I told you this story. No. Have I? Okay. And I'm already excited because you're calling it a spaceman, not an astronaut. So here's what it was. So I, when I was a kid, I was very imaginative. I was an only child. So as you know, my only thing I can do is, as an only child is be imaginative. Uh, hence the reason I come up with all these ridiculous characters like Ronald and all these people. Anyway, um, huh? Yeah. Huh? What do you mean? That. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I came up with? Delicious McDonald's hamburgers, french fries, and milkshakes from my magic tray. Dude, speaking of delicious hamburgers. Um, so, so oh, sorry. God, I gotta, I gotta way to get off. Shit, dude. D- way to get off the dummy end stories. All right, go I, on. No, I gotta interrupt Go on. So, you like obviously you obviously know this because you mm. were with me. We had our traditional pre-recording fat kid meal. Yes, we did. Um, we had Dukes. We had it's a lo- it's a local restaurant, right? It's one of those little. Um, the only way to describe it is yeah. What you, I refer to the term. I refer to them as the Greek burger joints. They're like those little shitty hole in the wall, like only one, maybe two in the area burger joints that are like the best fucking burger ever. Um, yeah, I've referred to them as long as I have as, as Greek burger joints. I don't know why. The, it's probably usually because they have a lot of Greek, Greek shit. Yeah, yeah like, a lot of no, Greek shit hanging around. No Even on what. the goddamn cups. Yeah. They have the Greek, no matter they have the fucking what. Parthenon and shit. No, no matter what, you always walk in. It, it's, it's like, okay, I don't know. The only way to describe Greek burger is if someone has already had a Greek burger. You're yeah, like, right. It's like that. It's like trying to describe a color to someone. You can only <laughs> do it by describing other colors. Right. Um, but basically... Um, what it is, is, you know, it, it's kind of like between fast food and a sit down restaurant. Yeah. It's, it's not, not quite either of them. Yeah. It's not like you're getting a burger at Red Robin or, or anything like that, you know, but it's also not like fast food. It's like in between, it's like a home style fast food, if mm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but like around here we went to Duke's. But you can always identify your your nearest Greek burger because, as Ian said, there's always at least one picture of the um, so there's the Pantheon, right? Yeah, the Parthenon. Oh, the Parthenon. The Pantheon. The Pantheon Sorry. is like a Pantheon of. There's a Sorry. Pantheon of Greek memorabilia or go. Greek photos in there. That's um, true. The Parthenon, and it's always super faded, like it's sun bleached. Yeah, because like, it's been know, there for a long time. Yeah. You can also tell by the uh, <laughs> by the pictures in the window. They're always like they're not professionally done photos like at mcdonald's they're like literally somebody took a camera and poorly photoshopped it behind a multicolored background <laughs> exactly yeah no, exactly but um the, it's it's basically if you go somewhere and like you got to sit down you order it and they bring you the food or whatever but it's not uh, you know it, it, it's one of those places where instead of like typical stuff on your burger they always put thousand island oh yeah burger. Oh, best that's, stuff ever and if they have mexican food and like regular food there yeah that, the that's, money. You, that's you, the one yeah that's that's great burger yeah so and they also i've also been tempted by the new york strip steak they have there and shrimp but i've never ordered it because for fear that it might be awful <laughs> we we um i'm tempted though for sure so we went to dukes because dukes is fucking awesome around here but the whole reason why see i didn't tell you Oh my god, dude! That that was like amazing because I had the maddest fucking craving for Dukes all day because I was already kind of like whatever, and then I got to talking with Evan, not not me, Evan, but other Evan, different Evan, other Evan. You'll 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 meet him at some point here. Um, but we we're talking, and um, I forgot I, I did something, and he said, "Oh, that looks like an old school Wiener Schnitzel, like the little with the high roof or whatever." That's you know what I'm not gonna lie. That's what <laughs> I was craving today. When you're like, "Oh, let's really? go to Dukes," I'm like, oh, "I want some Schnitz." <laughs> All right, but another day. Another we'll see day. what the night brings later <laughs> tonight. 
<laughs> I'm full from Duke's dude. There's always tomorrow. There's always but, tomorrow. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he referenced uh, Wiener Schnitzel and um, I forgot what we were talking about, but then we brought up like Greek burger and stuff like that and we're talking about it. So from super early today, I was just like, oh my, I instantly like got into starving mode. I was like, I need a fucking Duke's hamburger. <laughs> Like, and I had lunch and I had all this other stuff and like, I wasn't satisfied. satisfy the crew. No, like nothing. I was still fucking hungry no matter how much I ate. And I was just like, God, I feel weird. I have like a fucking tapeworm or something like that. Mm -hmm. But no, dude, it's, it's the power of the Greek burger. (laughs) So, so when I fucking had it today and when I, well, when I ate my burger, I was like, Oh, now you know why. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I had a a feeling it was just going to be a mad craving for it. I've been there. So fucking mad crazy. I've been there. Um, so going stupid back, Ian. Stupid, stupid Ian. So stupid Ian was imaginative as a child, um, and he did a lot of things. He would play action figures with himself. His mom would try to play Catwoman, and he would tell her she's not doing it right and to <laughs> leave. Um, I had these very intricate plot lines with toys. Um, did but you like, do that thing where it's like someone's trying to play with you, and then you're like, "No, stop it! You're not playing right." Not when I was with kids, but my parents just didn't seem to. Understand. When Tim came to play in action figures, I just I already had the story in my oh. head. Um, See, I would, it would almost be like, you're not playing right, but really mm-hmm. that's just code for, you're not letting me win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not beating you. Why aren't you letting me do this? He's um, supposed to shoot you. <laughs> so um, I uh, I remember the one time I decided I wanted to play Spaceman, and so I thought, all right, I need <laughs> to put something on my head like an astronaut helmet, like a okay, cosmonaut yes, helmet. Yes, perfect. Okay. So I was, I was thinking, I was looking around, I'm like, what do I have? What do I have that's like that? And I was like, look, it's a little like cauldron from Halloween. My my car's in it. And so I'm like, all right, well, I guess, I guess I better, I could use this. I could use this as as like a, as like a helmet. So I put it on my head and then I'm like, wow, this is fun. But I'm like, man, it sure is dark, which which (laughs) ironically, now I think about it is exactly what space would be like. Exactly. Um, But I was like, all right, well, I'm done. Except for all the dead I'm done playing Spaceman. Time to take it off. Pulled. Time to take it off. Of course. Pulled again. Oh, yes. See, what you all don't know about me is I have a very fat head. Um, and so- <laughs> like you remember Rocco's Modern Life? Yep. Fat heads? <laughs> yep. That's us. That's us. So when I tried to pull it off, it got stuck. Yes. And I couldn't get it off my fat fucking head. Oh, my God. Okay. So I start crying, and I'm like, Mom, Mom, help me. She's like, what's wrong? Like, I can't get it off. Uh-huh. She was like, "All right, oh my god, oh my god, what are we gonna do?" And I know, I remember, I remember hearing the word "hospital," <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know, I was like, "All right, here's what we're gonna do. You're, you need Ian, close your eyes, close your eyes so tight." And I was like, "Okay, I will." And I close my eyes tight, and I feel up my chin <laughs> the blade of a scissor yes. coming under the cauldron and just slowly snipping oh upward. And I feel. Here's the thing. Here's the freakiest moment yeah. though. Well, like we know about human nature, the second you tell someone not to do something, yes, yes. <laughs> what do they do? It's like, don't open your eyes, no matter what. I say, okay. So I feel the first cut. I look down, and right as I look down, I see the blade coming uh, almost to my eye. Like right there, I go, oh no, and I close my, <laughs> my eye again, oh my and God. I feel the scissors cut up my face. Not cut it up, but cut. <laughs> That's it, why I look the no, way my, I my do. Mom is very, my mom is very good with scissors. She's a, a, a very talented woman when it comes with the scissors. But she <laughs> she cut my fat head out of this thing. And I I, I don't know how I made it this far in life. Thank, that, bless her. That, I guess that is the whole, that could have the whole been message the of the story. story to like... Evil Ian, space McKinney's eye cut out because I had uh, like your eye. You you just fucking yeah. You have a fucking had a fucking badass scar. Oh, dude, I would do it. I would have a badass scar, dude. And you'd have like a snake eye patch. Well, if you believe in the need his leather jacket. If you believe in the multiverse theory, there is a universe where that happened. (laughs) Ah, dude, so fucking awesome, isn't it? You'd be so fucking metal. You'd be more metal than me. So from time to time, I'll pull out some childhood uh, uh, ian stories i have an idea for uh for a game uh, for for a different episode that i just remembered i want to tell you about it later and i'll tell you guys about it if we agree with it so um yeah but that's all for for stupid ian that was stupid ian this week there'll be multiple different ians but stupid dumb kitty and cute imaginative fat little idiot (laughs) (laughs) you fucking oh what a young little spry you were fucking fat ass idiot oh my god (laughs) dude i don't know if i have any like stupid ideas like that I don't I think you did. Kid. No, you were a brother. You you were playing with each other. You didn't have to worry uh, about. Okay, well, I have a little story that it wasn't like dumb kid. Like it was just like I don't know what happened, but it involved physical danger. Okay, so 
Okay, I can't believe I forgot about this. So, <clears throat> we, um, me and my best friend at the time, I was like in third grade or fourth grade. His name was John. He mm-hmm. lived down the street, and I was, I think, I just wanted to be him because he was white, and like he had, like, well, no, That's like he, so he had like a house, and like you know they lived in a house, and he had a dog, and white house. He, he had like a big <laughs> down the middle of the street, street, white house. house. <laughs> I don't know where I wanna be. White house. Um, where doesn't beat you in your sleep. (laughs) Where you get all the gifts you want for Christmas. White house. No, dude, I had awesome Christmases (laughs) growing up. But anyways, so um, I I opened up a package and it was a belt. My dad hit me with it. I opened up another package and it was a piece of wood. My dad hit hit me me with it. Um, No, it was also um, yeah, yeah. So he had like a big backyard and stuff. So I was like, he was. I wanted to go over his house all the time. Awesome. And, um, so we're playing at my place. I forgot what we were doing. And, um, like we were playing in the backyard or something like that. Like my little brother is like five years younger than me. So at the time, you know, it's like, if we're like in the third grade, he's like, like almost not, he's like not even in kindergarten yet. I don't Mm -hmm. think, you know, or something like that. Like he's, it's at that stage where you're like, Oh, a little kid, a little baby, Mm -hmm. you know? So you don't like play with them. So, we're like, you know, like, oh, don't forget to play with your brother. So we're like kind of playing and we did, we didn't do anything or whatever, but I think we just like, were kind of ignoring mm-hmm. him. So at one point, um, he got, we had this giant, like this giant bat, but it was like red plastic and hollow. It was like a giant wiffle ball bat. Okay. So <laughs> he started chasing us around with it like you know doing like the mario like with the hammer like uh-huh. over the head swing towards us uh-huh. and we're just like running around we're like oh you'll never catch us so we're running around and stuff like that and um i think at first it was just kind of like oh yeah we're playing or whatever and then eventually because he couldn't get us and we kept like teasing him about not being able to get us he got like more and more angry so at some point he chases us into the room and we like slide under the bed right and he even uh, though i know you didn't i like to imagine that you guys did like a running baseball slide into the bed like pretty much what we did really yeah. oh awesome because we had wooden floors oh okay so yeah, um so we like and we like slid under there and then he he's like he's like come out from there and he's like trying to hit us like oh, i thought he bed. was walking around like warriors <laughs> come, come out, out to play, play. <laughs> it's funny because he loves that movie now i don't doubt it um <laughs> No, but he's, like, trying to hit us, like, under the bed with it. And, again, it's, like, plastic. It's, like, very hollow, so it's not a big deal. And then at one point, he can't get to us, so then he kind of, like, throws the bat under the um, under the bed at us, right? And we're mm-hmm. like, boom, okay, and we caught it, and we're like, oh, okay, good. He doesn't have the bat anymore or whatever. Like, you know, like, he, he, he'll never be able to get us. The threat is over. The threat is over. So For he, now. <laughs> so he, like, leaves, and we're like, and um, me and John are like, should we go? And we're like, no, let's wait. Like, let's wait for him to like leave for sure. He's probably waiting for us. He leaves the room. We see his feet walk back into the room. Uh-oh. And he kind of crouches down. And he's holding in his hands. His hands are just full of penny rolls. He <laughs> 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 starts just chucking penny rolls at us. We're like, ow, stop. No, uh. no. Uh, that was, oh, I don't know God. why, but yeah, that, that, uh, we got assaulted by, uh, by pennies. We yeah. got assaulted by U.S. currency. That reminds me of, of, not my memory, but my mom told me about this game she used to play with her cousins when she was a kid, and it's something I've always wanted to do, but never had a chance to. Penny chucking. No, it was a game called Slapathon, and what you do <laughs> is you turn off, you cover all the windows, yeah. and during the day, you have to cover all the windows so it's complete darkness, Yeah, and you get to, you get... I think in the game, everybody gets one flashlight, but they're only allowed to turn it on for five seconds uh-huh. in the whole game. Okay. And the goal is just to beat the shit out of each other with pillows. Yes. So if you feel someone next to you, you just start fucking slapping his heart. <laughs> That's why it's called Slapathon. Slap-a-thon. You just slap as much as you can. Oh my God. So yeah. But yeah, yeah tr- fuzzy, warm, childhood. fuzzy childhood memories. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of. Um, you know, like old memories and stuff like that. You know, I can't go back into my past without doing a fat kid memory. Oh, and I actually, it stemmed. We'll share those later. But. It stemmed from today. Oh, fat kid flashback. Mm. <laughs> um, fat kid flashback. So, okay. um, it was. I was gonna tell it, and then this just kind of works my way into it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. So, for lunch, because I'm a child today, 
I had um, dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yeah, so what I did, though, was I, you know, I, I put the ketchup on them and stuff like that. So that way, when I bit it, I was like, oh, it's like dinosaur blood. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> still, I'm fucking 26. And today, I was like, I, I was I was eating them, and I was like, something's missing. So I put the ketchup on it, and I bit it. You ever it. put mayonnaise on it? And be like, mm, <laughs> dino slingins. <laughs> Dino cum. It's so good. Mm. Oh, God. No. I told Stan that there's many condiments you could put on your dino nuggets. And if you <laughs> like to put mayonnaise, it's a little gross to me. But, you know, I'm English, so maybe we don't. We put mayonnaise on things. <laughs> so maybe, so, you know, we don't. I've changed my stance on the whole situation. Maybe, you know, I did, I did some soul searching and, well, you know. Um, no, so, I, and I got super excited, right? Because I was like, yeah, it's like I'm eating the dinosaurs. And like, th- and I literally said, I'm like, this is the real reason for the dinosaurs being extinct. The re- the true extinction of the dinosaurs is me eating them. So, this is me at 26. So, I like to imagine you're sitting lunch by yourself. I was. Speaking out loud like that. I literally was. Someone, I think, came in and um, they kind of saw me like giggling. They're like, what? And I literally turned and looked holding like a dinosaur <laughs> nugget that had a I've bite been, taken out of it I with ketchup. It, and I went, ketchup in your beard. <laughs> it's dinosaur blood. I literally said that and they looked at me like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Um, <clears throat> so, this I have a podcast. <laughs> 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 um, so, Uh, so um it reminded me though when i was a kid what i used to do is i would go to carl's jr and i and for those of you who don't have carl's jr hardy's uh yeah sorry anyways carl's no fans hardy's is probably the same exact type of food but yeah but it's not it doesn't have 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 a little star no they still have the star do they have the star Uh they just don't have a little junior afterwards it's so cute it's different anyways so I uh, what I would do is I would get the Chris Cut fries mm-hmm. and I, I bet this will tell you what one of my favorite movies of all time was. What I would do is I would dip them in ketchup, you know the Chris Cut fries, and I would eat it, but I would pretend that I was a Tyrannosaurus Rex eating a dinosaur, and that was the dinosaur ribs. I always I remember I used to tell my mom like these are dinosaur ribs. Oh, all right, <laughs> and I would eat them. So I was a big Jurassic Park fan. Uh, definitely <laughs> not surprising. I was like. Rah! And no, I, them. I remember. I remember one time. I don't know what this was. I went to a private school when I was a kid. But it's speaking of fat kid stuff, they gave us. I don't know why. I think it was like poor kids art class because they gave us like like all right, here's some airheads, and what I want you to do is take these airheads and like make them into <coughs> something. And so everybody else in the class was like, I made a frog or I made a yeah. this. I'm like, what'd you do, Ian? Well, I had two grape ones and two <laughs> orange ones, which are like my <laughs> you ate my them. no. I rolled two of the grape ones up like into circles. You I made put a dick and balls. Hold on. I put the flat one on top yeah. of those. Okay. And then I took the other orange one and I made it like an L shape. So it okay. stood up like that. And they're like, yeah. what is that? I'm like, it's, it's the Flintstones car. <laughs> and they're like, nice. F. I'm like, no. F. They're like, I asked you to be creative, not just make something, yeah. some licensed property. Now, now he just made a fucking frog. He just copied nature. <laughs> no. He just plagiarized there was, nature. There were some more innate ones. Like the girl, the girls would like rip it apart and make little pieces. And I'm like, I just took what I was given and folded it. <laughs> into a Flintstone car because I don't know. Probably because I saw the Flintstones movie. Oh, God. Yabba dabba. Do. Do. <laughs> um, <laughs> why did, where, how did Mountain Dew miss that promotional opportunity, by the way? Like an orange Mountain Dew called Yabba Dabba Do? By the way, I uh, had, I was, I don't know why I decided to try because there was like a little bit left. There was uh, Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, and there was like a little bit left. I'm like, I might as well just drink this to kill it off. I had one sip of it. I was like, no, this is a terrible mistake. <laughs> just threw it away. It was worse than, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I'd rather just sit there and drink Robitussin. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that's just me, though. Speaking of things that uh, you don't want to really start <coughs> doing anytime soon, um, yeah. I found an article from the Huffington Post. It was one of the headlines on the weird news section, and of it course. just jumped out at me. Because it's a popular topic on our show. Okay. So let me ask you two, what is the scariest thing that could possibly happen to you? Um, I could be attacked by the ghost of a bear shark. Resulting in? Death, I guess. This article is entitled, Everything You Know About Dying is Wrong. Oh, okay. It's a list of facts. Oh, man. Fact number one, 
Your body can embarrass you even after death. Yes, I knew that. You know, you shit yourself. I don't, I don't you know if you know, know to this extent. You've probably heard that hair and nails continue to grow after death. Yeah. This may sound gross, but not only is it is it that... Oh, sorry. This may sound gross, but not only is that not exactly true, but there are far more embarrassing things that happen. First off, although hair and nails appear to grow... What is really happening is the skin is losing moisture and therefore shriveling back okay. and exposing more hair and nails. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, when you die, you'll also likely urinate, defecate, mm-hmm. and depending on your gender, possibly even ejaculate. <sighs> All right. I'm looking forward one, to dying. One, one last sling. <laughs> one last I, mortal sling. Here I'm c- coming, Joni. <laughs> All one are possible, it says. Sling. Uh, this happens mainly due to the loss of brain function that keeps your body in check and then is forced through the, fir- uh, the first... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what what and- happens if my brain doesn't already keep my body in check? I don't know. My, brain, my body just does whatever it wants. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently this happens mainly due to the loss of brain function that keeps your body in check and is then forced through the first stiffening of the body's muscles followed by an eventual return to relaxation and release. That fe- I feel like that this already could just be a... a, a- Scary movie titled The Stiffening. <laughs> the <laughs> Stiffening. Super hard. You, just, your body just gets super hard. Right. And that's like that's like the fucking terror of it. You can <laughs> feel it beginning to like become rigid and you can't do anything about it. You're just slowly turning into a walking fucking Here, boner here's corpse. Here's what's even creepier. If you're, if you're male and you die face down, blood begins pooling to the parts of your body closest to the ground. Yes. Which can also cause an erection. Yes. <laughs> so if you want boner death, die face down and make sure no Dude, one disturbs you. I feel like we can also start like an 80s power metal band named Death Boner. Death, death Boner. Death Boner. And if you're curious how long it will take to become a skeleton, which actually I've been curious that was about. hard on me. <laughs> after about a week, skin can easily be pushed off. And after a month, teeth and everything else start to fall out. Okay. So after about a month, you become a skeleton. Okay, that's pretty rad. Um, fact number two. There's scientific explanation for why your, quote, uh, life flashes before your eyes. Do you know about this? Um, I think what it is is essentially it's your brain shutting down, like, from the top down and shit. Essentially. So it's just kind of like re processing all your memories Mm -hmm. what it is is it's now believed instead of the brain becoming more inactive during the final moments of life actually it just brain activity brain activity actually surges causing a hyper aware mental state so it's like your brain has like a brain gasm Mm -hmm. this heightened state of consciousness can cause unexpected things to happen whether that be quote life flashing before your eyes or quote a life at the end of the tunnel uh, which is also helped along by the loss of blood and oxygen flow to the eyes uh, the feeling of time slowing down during near-death moments also may be, so simply may be a misremembering of the traumatic experience. Whoa. So yeah, it's like you, it's like euphor, <laughs> it's like absolute euphoria. Yeah. So you're like super hyper aware. You're like, I wasted my life. <laughs> that would be mine. Oh no! I recorded podcast. I pretended to be a 90 year old man <laughs> masturbating. What's wrong with me? A person I loved. <laughs> I pretended to be a creepy old clown. This is the one that really kind of freaked me out, though. I mean, I hung out with a 90-year-old <laughs> masturbating man. Yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> we may be... Oh, this is another one. And we don't have to worry so much about Stan. Is, we may be closer to living forever than ever before. I think I've heard about this. Like, uh, downloading your consciousness onto like a hard drive or kind something of. like that? Calico is Google's recently launched Im- immortality project. Yes. Which will aim to reserve the aging process, uh, or reverse the aging process, rather. Uh, whether that means just for, quote, five or ten years of healthy life, quote, uh, as one Harvard medical student professor suggested, or if truly successful, living forever. In the land of immortals, Silicon Valley rules. <laughs> Although Calico, Although Calico, or the California Life Company, has become the highest profile project of its nature uh, due to its coming from Google. Another huge project is being run by a Russian billionaire named Dmitry Itzkov, uh, which aims to solve immortality by the year 2045. Okay. Still be alive. Doesn't. We could still be alive. We could. We wow. could. We could be long. We could be long enough. We could be alive long enough to write 
this comic book because this sounds like a comic book. It sounds like listen, cow cow life. What is it called? Oh, this is you're, you're, cal- no, calico. 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 Like, calico is like you know, it's like oh, they're trying to extend life or whatever and stuff like that. And then some mysterious Russian comes along and he's like a mad scientist. Oh, you're and, not. You don't even know the fucking half of it. You're gonna be oh so excited about it here. Iskov's plan involves building android bodies for oh, humans yes. in which brains could be transferred, allowing them to live forever in the never decaying or at least easily replaceable robo body. Yes. And I will be an Adrian Barbobot. <laughs> <laughs> robo chainsaw hand. <laughs> robo body. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like that's like a shitty like uh You'd have the strength movie. of five five gorillas, but if you pet a kitten, you'd crush it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Robo body, just like some like old cheesy sci-fi movie, or change one letter in that, or not one letter, a few letters in that, and you get Robo Buddy. He's like a Robo <laughs> oh, Robo friend. Buddy. Yeah. Um, hey Robo Buddy. So the next fact must crush, crush kitten, <laughs> must chainsaw hands, kill all humans, kill all. Hu- no, you know the penalty. The penalty for killing a human is a thousand years frozen in carbonite. Yeah. There go my nipples again. (laughs) Sorry, that's all C-Lab 2021. So if you guys are Adult Swim fans from back in the day, check out C-Lab. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, So another weird fact. Uh, You might have a flawed understanding of when someone is actually, quote, dead. Oh. You've probably heard of people being pronounced dead. Yes. Only to come, quote, back to life. This happens about three times a year in Great Britain alone. Due to new... Uh, resuscitation studies there's growing research that we might not have the best idea of when people are actually quote dead and the rare instances of successful uh, resuscitation after brain activity has appeared to stop some people have been able to recount conversations and other memories that a quote dead brain should not have experienced okay so like like if i were to die and like i could say yeah. like what you guys were saying yeah. over my dead body which is like, fucking terrifying fuck, where the fuck do we bury them which is fucking terrifying because what if like they're like, all right, harvest the organs. <laughs> Quick, we only have a certain amount of time. Right. Shink, there shink. isn't, there, this, is the, this is the line that freaked me out. There isn't a, quote, death moment. Ooh. And the process actually takes place gradually as various functions shut down. Perhaps over time, we'll learn new resuscitation techniques that will make revival success stories more common. But that's fucking terrifying because you're like my brain's dead but that doesn't mean your pain sensors are done yeah like like part of your brain can still be alive why did you say that right now (laughs) because that's where my mind went when i read this fucking article i was like holy shit that's terrifying god damn it so well it's okay though because you know the next part and i will ask you a question based on the next part but the next part makes it not so scary we're running out of room for local cemeteries and cremation is much cheaper than typical burial so, you know, by the time they probably cremate you, you wouldn't be able to feel any of this shit anyway. Um, it's already becoming fairly impossible to find a burial space in areas such as New York City, but entire countries like England might run out of burial space in 20 years. Holy shit. Baby boomers have caused a burial boom. Burial boom. <laughs> <laughs> the- <laughs> burial boom. That sounds like some fucking cheesy line from like early 2000s, uh, like new metal. It's like, do you think someone back then was like, oh, there's a baby burial boom. boom? There's a baby boom after the war. One day they'll all be dead and there'll be a burial boom. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> Why was my guy a flapper? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, but as the world population continues to grow, it becomes increasingly difficult to find new burial space. Uh, the developers haven't snatched up first. Uh, one salute, like, no, no dead people here. We're building a condo. High rise. Do you think that song, Boom, by, or Here Comes the Boom, by Saliva, was about, <laughs> was the, about the burial, burial boom? boom? Boom, here comes the boom, the burial boom. boom. <laughs> Ready or not, they're all gonna die. Uh, yeah. One solution might be to go uh, the crema- cremation route, which is actually way cheaper than buying a burial plot. Okay. Not to mention the cost of a coffin, headstone, etc. Forty-two percent of Americans were cremated in 2011, double the rate from the prior 15 years. As burial space gets more expensive as available land disappears, that number may continue to climb. It's pretty creepy, dude. Well, uh, well I already told you what I want. Tell me. What, tell me how you want to die. 
Well, like not, not die, but how do you want to be? What do you? Well, how do you want to? Like if you honestly, okay, let's say money <coughs> is no object. What do you want? Money is no object, and there is no chance of reset. Like no, you're it done. is like you're death. done. Like they've you're done. found a way to prove when someone is one hundred percent dead and yes, never you're one hundred percent dead and never coming back. So what I would want is I would want a Viking funeral. Like okay. a legitimate Viking funeral. Like, mm-hmm. you know, put me on a fucking boat, push mm-hmm. me out to fucking sea, and, you know, with some of my prized possessions and just, you know, f- fucking flaming arrow, just just take <laughs> me out that way. Um, now, before that, though, here's the part where everyone, and I'm like 100% six. Here, here's the thing. I understand we may not be able to do a Viking funeral. So in a more realistic, like if this were to happen right now, like if I were to drop dead right now, I would want to be cremated. Um, but I do have a little a little star, a little note there. And this is the part where people usually raise an eyebrow at me and say that's fucking weird. I don't view it as weird. So I have invested a good amount of money on body art, right? You know, I have <laughs> quite a few tattoos. So what I really, really want done in any case, and a lot of people say it's weird, is I want the parts of me that are tattooed, which is like my chest and like, you know, like my arm and my leg. I want that area to be like skinned. So like you remove the skin from those areas of my body so that like you have the piece of skin with the tattoo on it. Uh-huh. And I want that to be, you know, clean normally and stuff like that and like pressed and dried like you would have, you know, like like when you like dry when you're tanning leather. <laughs> when you're tanning leather and shit like that, right? Um <coughs> and then that can be like mounted and framed or whatever. And I want to put the lotion on its skin, or else <laughs> well, it gets the hose again. I mean, like, okay, like my uh, right arm and like my chest, like most of that is like about like my family and stuff like that. So there's specific pieces. A better way to remember them than by taking their son's skin and <laughs> anyway. flattening it out, drying yes. it out, and putting it on the wall for all to see. Well, I mean, like I would have like the piece that's about my mom, like flattened and dried I don't know out, if this and is give legal, it to dude. her. But I guess yeah, like I said, no, no money, no object, no problem. And and. And then, like, you know, all that stuff. But I'm like, I feel like, you know, it's like, it's like you have a piece of art there. And it's like, oh, this person, like, you were important to this person. They put, like, something that resembles you or not resembles but represents you on their body. So, like, there you've got that or whatever. I don't know. I feel like that's a completely legitimate uninsane request. But a lot of people, like, they're like, that's fucking insane. It is kind of insane because, I mean, well, let's be honest. I'm I'm taking your legs for necro pants. So I need them. So I can, and I'll put a, I'll put a, a gold ex- coin in your, in, well, your, in your, except for the, from a ex- widow, except for the, the tattoo part. <laughs> now I have to take that too. It has to be one solid piece. I'm sorry. Uh, do you want me to bring joy, have joy? Okay. Well, what if you just take the top layer off that has like the, you know, the art on it and you keep the deeper layers? No, we'll have to go into detail with this in your will, in your last will and testament. Anyways, um, <laughs> the other thing too, well, well, here's the thing, like how fucking insane is it that like, oh, well I'm going to keep a pot full of ashes of my no, that's true. inside my house. Yeah, on my mantle for all to see. Yeah, for all to see. See, that's why I don't want that shit. I just want you, you can cremate me or whatever <laughs> it is. Whatever is going to be the least expensive way to, to take care of my body. But I want to- be on the side but, of the road. But, I think I mentioned this. I think we both mentioned this in the podcast before. I want it launched into space. All of Star Trek 2. Nice. I, if it's possible, like to literally launch my body in a capsule into space, that would be preferable. That way you can give the Captain Kirk speech of like, he was the best friend I ever had. He was almost- Human. human and someone's like he was human <laughs> who the fuck said that who the fuck said that who the fuck said that stand up right now my coffin falls over i have spock ears on <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> the fuck is this shit <laughs> um, i turn all british for some reason yeah i don't know why um but yeah launching launch into space um and I, I was always jokingly said if that's not possible i want traditional mummification yes. <laughs> and i want a little pyramid in a cemetery somewhere that would also be kind of cool, like, to be mummified and, like, you put me, like, in the man cave, like, you know, like, with a, one of those fucking, like, beer can hats or whatever. I, I always told my dad I was going to do him like he was a grizzly bear. Yes. Kids. <laughs> kids. Ah! kids. Go Let's pl- go see grandpa. Go play on grandpa. <laughs> Careful, you're going to break his finger off again. Dude, I, I tell people all the time, like, man, if I fucking, like, haunt the shit out of, like, a house or whatever, I'm like, I want to leave, like, a note that says, listen, if you feel like- Buy you, more Cheetos. <laughs> listen, if you, <laughs> listen, if you feel like someone's haunting you here, he, simple, simple request, okay? Like, I will scare the shit out of you, 
like when it's really not convenient, like when you're in the shower, when you're most terrified. Right. Okay. I'll be an imaginary friend for your kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless, unless, simple fact, sim- simple thing. Manchester United game on, U.S. national team game on, LA Galaxy game on. Turn it on, leave a beer out, and just leave. Just leave the room, or you could watch the game too. But just leave that. If on. That beer starts floating. If, if, if I'm just saying, if you do that, if you leave me the, that as a peace offering, and also let me watch you doing it, you know, then I'll probably like leave sex, it like watching yeah. you fuck. Yeah, you know. I like to imagine that the dead have nothing better to do than to watch the living fucking masturbate. I could, I could just imagine my grandparents. Well, oh, that's where all the my ghosts- aunt, my grand, my, my grandfather, and my aunt. That's why. Do you ever think about that? Like, I, I, you don't really have many dead relatives, but I think like, what if they're like watching me? They're like, I want to see what Ian's doing. They're like, yeah. oh, oh, Ian. <laughs> well, that's their head. well, but then the other, I feel shame. The other half of it are just like dead perverts, <laughs> and and they're just they're just floating around whacking it and getting their ghost cum everywhere. Gum, get their gum everywhere. G H U M gum. gum. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about gum. Uh, um, dude, well, it's it's everywhere. You it can is never everywhere. Get it and you can never get it off because your ghosts are always jacking off, yeah. and they're always. You know, I'm, you can. I'm just saying that they could be humping you right now, and you would never know it. Uh, you could have ghost sticks in your mouth right now. I know. You would never know it. I know. You'd be taking so many ghost loads. Speaking of things in your mouth, another interesting fact: you might be breathing in dead people. Oh yeah, because dead dust. Right. With higher cremation rates, uh, come increasingly higher concerns that the proper procedure and disposal to ensure we weren't breathing in the ashes of the dead. Uh, this horror oh, story dude, from that's so fucking metal. Ashes of the dead. Are you ready? This horror story from a town outside Ottawa, Canada, shows what happens when you do it wrong. Soot from the Hope Crematorium spewed ashes into the air and forced nearby residents to keep their windows permanently closed or perpetually closed, not permanently. As one homeowner put it, it makes you feel like you're breathing in the remnants of a dead body. Apparently, adjusting these ashes doesn't constitute a health problem unless it becomes a constant, highly concentrated issue that could lead uh, to something similar to coal miner's lung. Oh, God. (laughs) I got the black lung, Pop. I've got the ghostly lung, Pop. So if Tupac's friends actually, quote, smoked his ashes or Keith Richards truly snorted his father's ashes (coughs) with cocaine, the negative effects of the drugs that were mixed with the remains would have been more harmful than the ashes themselves. Uh, Dude. Well, I heard about and I've seen like shit where people are like, my brother was cremated and died and I want like you to mix in their ashes with my tattoo ink that you're going to tattoo me Mm. with. And I'm like, I've seen like, I've, I've heard of this and I've heard of this request and stuff, but like. I, it just ugh, mm. like san, sanitary wise, like you know what I mean. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. Um, around, did you know around two hundred eighty six Americans die every hour? Um, no, but that doesn't surprise me. That seems actually pretty low. Did you know? Okay, so according to the Center for Disease Control, wow, that's amazing. Two million five hundred thirteen thousand one hundred seventy one Americans died in twenty eleven. That's a lot of dead bodies. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a lot, a lot of, of bodies. bodies. Um, this comes out to a bit more than 286 American deaths every hour, or about 6,885 a day. Dude, this article has so many like awesome like metal names for either bands or <laughs> albums true, or songs. There's there's Ashes of the Dead. There's yeah. American Deaths. Oh, my oh, God. dude. Uh, in comparison, the United Nations estimated 58,093,000 uh, people died in the uh, entire world during 2011, which would be about 1,059, uh, 159 deaths a day, or 6,631 an hour. Whoa. People are dead. The world is death, is what this world is teaching is us. death. It's true, all the time. <laughs> and that was, the world is death. <laughs> by ashes of the dead <laughs> this is karen sharp reminding you that no matter where your loved ones are call them tonight because they may be dead tomorrow coming up next is lionel richie's all night long i love songs in the cut co- okay <laughs> uh, and finally <laughs> you could be pronounced legally dead while still being very much alive yeah. Uh, a 61-year-old man named Donald E. Miller Jr. was declared, quote, legally dead by a judge despite attending the court hearing as a clearly living, breathing human being. Hmm. 
Miller was first declared dead by the same judge <coughs> in 1994 after having gone missing for years, leaving thousands of unpaid child support and leaving, leading his ex-wife to make the appeal in order to receive Social Security benefits. Uh, when Miller reemerged after years of wandering the United States, like Kane in Kung Fu, that's editorial I added, he hoped to be reinstated as a living American citizen in order to get back essential rights and a Social Security number. <laughs> I would like to have a job. Okay, do you have your social security number? No, I'm legally dead. No, I'm kind of dead. <laughs> dead. So. Uh, the judge ended up ruling against Miller, saying that in Ohio, where the case was held, rulings of death can't be reversed if the judgment has existed for over three years. Oh, this dude is fucked. Oh, man. A ruling that Miller was indeed alive could, ha- uh, could have uh, forced his ex-wife to repay years of social security benefits, finally, financially devastating her and her new family. The judge was quoted <laughs> as saying, I don't know where that leaves you, but you're still deceased as far as the law is concerned. <laughs> I fought the law and the law, law won. won. I fought, fought the, the law, law and the law won. won. So yeah, I'm still dead in the law's eyes. So I guess I guess the point is, don't fuck over your wife and kids. Don't yeah. go. Don't go. You know what? You're a grown ass man. Don't go wandering the earth like Cain and Kung Fu. Your days yeah. of wandering are over, David Carradine, who died in the most sexy way possible. Oh, dude, so <laughs> sexy. <laughs> it was. I remember my girlfriend like at the time. Like NXS I, too, right? And I remember I called. I called my girlfriend at the time, and this is something she she's made fun of me about. Um, she's like, I was like, "Hi, honey, are you are you sitting down?" And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What's up?" I'm like, David David Carradine died, and she was like, "Okay, who? Okay, whatever." No, she was, no, she knew. She's like, "Okay." I'm like, "Does that?" Why aren't you devastated? Why aren't you devastated? I do that all the time when celebrities die. When celebrities actually like die, I'm like, "This sucks," and she's like. Gives it, you don't know him. I'm like, you don't know. But he so died. Fuck okay, him. he died from autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> That's so metal. Ah, oh, jerking it. That's how I want to go, Joni. <laughs> I want to die from auto sling erotic asphyxiation. Auto erotic sling asphyxiation. I told Stan he's, he's got some crazy ideas. That's where I there. drew the line with Stan. <laughs> That's where I drew the line. That's when I declared Stan legally dead to get the <laughs> social security benefits. <laughs> I've been wandering the earth oh, God. like the Hulk missing. He's just slinging sad, <laughs> sad slingings. Yeah, it's the sad slinging away music. So we've done some learning about death today, I'm yeah. assuming. <laughs> yeah, we, we've learned about death. Now it's time for death to learn about us. Whoa, that sounds really fucking metal. All right, we're going to cut this baby in half like we were king. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the good actual, like Fuck. Solomon? Yes. Cutting the baby in half? All right. <laughs> we're, we're cutting this baby in half. Cutting this baby in half right here. You're getting yourself a two-parter. Oh, yeah. Too much baby for one episode. That's true. So, uh, by baby, I mean episode. Too much episode for one episode. Yeah. So stick around, hang tight, and we'll be back next week with more stuff and things. Yeah. My name is Chewy. And I'm Ian. See you next time. Bye. This is This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network.